0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to Last Minute Kickout. As I smack my mic in front of me, welcome back. We're here to talk about Fight for the Fallen. Joining me, as always, is the delectable one, Mister Kevin, the Kevin Eva Eva, as he bows for you that you cannot hear on the uh, the podcast version, and one paragon of DDP yoga, Mister John Turbo Finley. Yes, hello. How are you gentlemen doing today? In the wor- in the form of wrestling, of which there is far too much of to cover for such a <laughs> show that we are. Oh, it's it's
1: overblown. This past weekend alone, and it's like there's you had uh, besides what we're going to be talking about today, like we had uh, something that was competing about uh, on it uh, in the form of Evolve's tenth anniversary show, mm-hmm. and then uh, afterwards we. Uh, in our next episode we'll be talking about extreme rules um like uh that's just the specials on top of all the regular week wrestling like i.e raw smackdown nxt nxt uk jesus i can't even can't even catch up with this and i'm the person who's the hardcore you know manic of wanting to watch all this crap and even i can't catch up with it
2: insert it into my veins
0: that's it. it. Just it's the only way I'll get to see it. Eventually, it's eventually, I just want to download it into my brain. Yes, yeah. but yes, yeah. just need to get a port. We are aiming to do a couple of shows. Um, they'll probably be spread out over a couple of weeks, and I think it'll fill the void between here and SummerSlam. So, Ugh. the first Ooh, thing. yes. Gonna... Oh no. Um, uh, the first thing we're going to be talking about is All Elite <laughs> yeah. Wrestling's newest. Uh, I want to say pay-per-view, but it's pay-per-view slash charity event, as hmm. uh, all the proceeds I believe from this went to uh, the victims of gun violence in
2: Jacksonville. A hundred and fifty thousand dollars, indeed, Right,
1: which is pretty damn good. It was just it was a combination of not only the ticket sales and whatnot, but also personal donations from several uh several wrestlers like uh the young bucks and uh um cody and mm-hmm. all that you know they all yeah. kind of like uh put in uh, a good chunk towards that uh donation and all for you know a really good cause for that recent tragedy that happened not too long ago yeah. v-
2: so. victim victims of gun violence obviously um is something that is uh is happening too... more and more yes with alarming
0: frequency hashtag bang guns that's all I'm going to say on the matter but yes <sighs> um, we will start with the buy in did you both watch this
2: yes I did I, I watched it
0: good um, so we'll talk about sunny kiss versus uh, the librarian Peter Avalon accompanied by the librarian Lever Bates
2: right off you go Kev T- ter- terrifyingly and I do mean terrifyingly, uh, It's maybe due to the fact that it was the first match, but there are signs, uh, there's small signs, the librarian thing might actually get over in the end. That's all it takes. But, it's but it, yeah, because they, they're sticking with it. Mm-hmm. And people are reacting to it, even if it's a negative reaction, they get, the worst we can have is just nothing. Getting a reaction is 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 positive. Um now Peter Avalon is a alright wrestler. Who yeah. is
1: who
2: is who is saddled with this horrend- this ridiculous character. Mm. Um then we have Sonny Kiss who is a fantastical character. Um, <sighs> Sonny Kiss isn't very good. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to say. Because uh, we saw Sonny Kiss in the, the Battle Royal.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: La- last time around. and
1: great, uh, highlight during that.
2: Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of controversy after that with comments made by Jim Connett um um yeah athleticism great yeah uh gymnastic character, ability great character character great obviously it, it's it's sunny sunny is who he who is, and that's and that's great and that's that in terms of in terms of the wrestling persona brilliant shane mcmahon throws better hits and punches than sunny
1: oh wow that's that's
2: a big. Pick. I I am not even freaking kidding. That I, I was looking. There were a couple
0: of uh yeah. thrown moves which seemed to miss, but it it's fun, Sunny Kiss strikes awful. me as someone who's rather fresh into
2: it. I, I'm not sure what Sunny kiss it is. becomes comes over very green. Um, yeah. Peter Avalon was was doing some good stuff in there. You know, it it, it wasn't you know good. It, it's not going to be, you know, six stars, Dave Meltzer orgasms all over it stuff. But it's it was still, you know, you know, good moves and stuff. But in t- in terms of you know the the actual moves that Sonny was doing, I, d- I didn't think it was any good at all, unfortunately. And it, it was it was so noticeable. I, st- I started just looking at it more and more, and it just looked so dare I say it fake. It, mm. yeah,
0: it's, it's unfortunate as well, um, because mm. I thought it was a very athletic match itself. Sunny Kiss mm. comes across as very, um, I want to say extravagant. is probably a good word to use.
1: Yeah, that's that's the right word for it.
0: Um, in sun, in their moveset and everything else. So it's, I, I liked it, but I do see what you're saying in the term that... Mm. Sunny comes across very, very green. Very
2: Sunny green. needs a lot of work on. Uh, oh, this is a very cornet cool thing on the fundamentals.
0: Hmm. Uh, that is a very cornet thing to say.
1: It, it is, but is it's that also, accurate. It's, is that it's also accurate. on it, ring psychology level as well?
2: Um, I I think with that character, the way they will go on the ring psychology is going to be very uh, specific to that character. Hmm. But it it did feel like it felt like the match didn't have much of a structure either, which which didn't help matters. But it was just. Uh...
0: So Sunny Kiss has it had about very s- disappointing. Sunny Kiss has had about six years in the business, by the look of what I can find. Uh, really? Debut, really, debuted in September twenty thirteen, but there's not a lot of written pedigree for Sunny before All Elite Wrestling. I think mm. I think it's just
1: evident by how long they've been on the independent circuit, but not had much in the way of bookings on that circuit. I yeah. mean, I mean. Sonny's won a lot of
0: championships. There's American Championship Entertainment, uh, Fight for Fight Championship, East Coast Pro Wrestling, like Heavyweight Championship, yeah, Century but that... Team Championships Tier One Wrestling Championships, Wow No Limits Championship. That that so, it's not like Sonny's not been around. So it's very
2: weird. No,
1: but it's it's like it's, it's uh... just
2: very weird. Then, as you say, that it would come across like that. But if you do get if you do get the chance to look at the match, like I say, it's it's interesting, purely. Um, on, let's say Sonny's gymnastic ability, and
1: character. there's a
2: and can character and character, uh, and even what like say Peter Avalon, what Peter Avalon's doing. Uh, the, the the idea that is always coming out like genius in terms of, sort of slightly in terms of the look genius. and feel of the, feel of the character. If they can make the Librarian a bit like the genius in terms of the yeah you. You want to see you want to see them because you want
1: them to get hit well at the then, moment, that's gonna be good. at the moment he's kind of trying to be a little bit rude um you know don't know if the Rick or Bobby variety but uh yeah you know, um at the moment that's what I kind of like got from mm. the, got who is how this, he who entered it.
0: In- this Bobby rude I know a Robert rude
1: um, uh, it's, um it's... Uh, well well he's he's Bobby now because He's lost. He's lost his. Uh, well, I think no, you'll he find he was.
0: Ref- I think you'll find that he was referred to as Robert this week. Oh, um, still, but yes, are,
2: are, you, are, you, are you sure it's not uh, that erstwhile member of uh, Larry's Resistance, Robert Rude? Robert, <laughs> Robert Rude.
1: But yes. Rude.
0: Um, <laughs> overall, I, I enjoyed it, but uh, there were a couple of obvious. Um, yeah. I want to say looseness. Um, a very well
2: on, on on some of the on some of the grapples lose was very yeah. much the term it was in so much there was lots of separation and not much not much snap not much sizzle as Jr would say not much yeah. sizzle
0: not enough barbecue sauce right the no. the second match on the the buy-in B Priestley and Shoko Nakashima against Doctor Britt Baker DMD
2: and Riho. Uh, otherwise known as B Priestley's ability to stamp on the back of Britt Baker's head and give her a concussion. Ah. Um, oh. A severe concussion, apparently, to the point where uh, one of the refs ended up having to sort of stay with her all night just to make sure she was okay. Mm-hmm. This was. Uh... It
1: was a bit it of a mess.
2: Kind, it was kind of
0: what it was. Uh, I enjoyed seeing B Priestley again the last time I'd obviously seen B Priestley was uh in early wcpw stuff when they first started the yeah.
2: in, in terms of yeah in terms of character really like brie Like B River not Brie. um B mode <laughs> uh but yeah just the interactions between everybody didn't make any sense um the uh, I I like the characterize I like the characterization of the, the, the smallest the littlest kaiju. <laughs> which I, I was love really, that. I, I loved thought that. Thought it She's was the littlest, littlest kaiju. She should have been properly introduced as that. They should have also said that she was the so and so champion as well to explain the yeah, bloody belt around her neck.
0: They didn't mention that, did they?
2: They didn't. On they, commentary, they, they did. They mentioned
0: bees one on commentary.
2: Yeah. They did. They, they mentioned. They did mention. think uh, uh, Excalibur is what I mentioned it. Oh, God bless you, by the way, Excalibur, for continuing to reference stuff that happened in the past and other companies, and actually making uh like building up the history of all the wrestlers you're coming across. Yeah, Said that throughout the night, throughout the night. Talked about which we, we mentioned again with the tag team match.
0: Um, they are falling into a very WWE way of saying it, of, of doing things that, by saying, oh, oh, yeah, they wrestled in Japan.
1: Hmm. Well, well, no, it's... Uh, probably not Excalibur, but... Uh... Excalibur would just straight up say it was in yeah, so-and-so and so-and-so. The re- but the returning uh, third man... Uh, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't uh, helping much. He was in J- Japan. He, just sounded- he sounded so nervous.
0: Oh, he's probably making out. sure he was trying to get it correct.
2: Yeah, it Which is, is a shame. It it is a shame. Is only his so, second turn. If he saw his, if he saw his um, YouTube vid, the YouTube like uh, pre-show video he did uh, the other day, I can't remember if it was this this show or the last one. That was really good. It like, really good, uh, and he came off like a million bucks. No, Alex, but unfortunately, with a live mic he's very much a case of Mm -hmm. he he tried to go against what Excalibur and JR said uh, on a couple of occasions and the result was that he just sounded not too convinced in his own decision even though he was trying to stick to his own guns on what he thought about stuff which you know good for him for for doing so but at the same time he, he didn't seem confident enough in himself to sort of properly stick with it if you see what i mean no, but I yeah so. um what did you think of this one turbo
1: yeah it was it was uh a bit sloppy at times i mean i i keep i keep being more forgiving of uh the the women wrestlers uh you know in the past you know a couple of kind of like uh things and this uh buy-in match it is slightly beginning getting a bit more noticeable or i can't forgive them for much longer if they can't clean up their act a little bit more then you know i'm gonna be having to you know be critical of uh, you should be their work critical anyway these
0: well
1: yeah i but more <laughs> critical like like oh just falling ah it's just fine or whatever you know it's like i'm i'm saying like they need to clean up a little bit and of course it was very evident by this by the you know concussion that was co- caused in this match how it yeah. how how the uh the you know wrestlers were, were confused of who was in which tag team yeah um
2: because because that was happen. that was the that was the thing because uh Britain ended ends up going for the wrong corner yeah and everyone just like was like, well, that's a botch. And then afterwards, it was like, well, she's got a really severe concussion, and everyone felt really bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she had no idea where she was, literally. Ew. Yeah,
1: so... but they went um, with it and they got it done. They did. I no, they did get it done. Um, it's just, uh, I think, uh,
2: yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'd be interested to know. Because one of the things we've seen with these, with the, the AEW show so far, is we've had, um, with the exception of one of the matches, been a lot of a mix of the Western wrestlers with the Joshi wrestlers. Mm-hmm. With the men, those guys have faced off quite often and they yeah. have gone round the loop and, and been in the different organizations and they have crossed paths. Have the women that AEW have signed, most of whom are still relatively uh, young in their careers, done you know those kind of tours in in Japan and other parts of Asia where would they would come across those wrestlers. I would, I would have, have how often something. have they done so? It, it feels like then it feels like unlike um, the men where they can do that. When they can, where both sides can switch into the style of the other, it doesn't feel like there's a single style or single meshing style that both sides can do when it comes to the women slash Joshi wrestlers. I'll
0: tell yeah. you, I'll tell you the biggest thing that was struck me during this is that it really feels like it's going to sound probably very harsh, but like the women's division for AEW feels really bloated. Like there's a, it. there's a lot of names there between both the American and Japanese divisions and everything else.
2: There I mean it it is a pretty big division.
0: I'm I'm worried that I mean a Fight for the Fallen was if you include the pre show, I think it felt like about a four three, four hour show.
1: It was. Yeah, it, it felt it was about
2: really hours. long. Which was the which which is the opposite to the previous AEW shows, which have just gone by like that. Yeah, like... Fight for the Fallen felt long, and felt bloated, and felt... They and, were like, they and was... so
0: the, the only thing I had running through my head during this match is... Because we know that the TV show is only going to be like an hour long anyway. Like I don't. Two, think, at uh, least. Two, mm, two at a maybe, two at a push. I think they only have an hour slot to begin with, and then... You've got to try and fit all, all of your your male stars, all of your female stars, the tag team divisions and everything else they want to do. It just, it feels already like they've got too many people that they're going to be able to do everything with. And I'm worried that we're going to get into a position that WWE is, at, and I'll talk about this slightly more in a little bit. In fact, in the next one, we're just going to have six man fucking tags every time. Kill me. Mm. Just to get everybody some exposure on the product.
2: Could be worse. It could be. Uh, it could be every other match is two out of three falls.
0: I look at this card today, and I'm like, fifty percent of it is a tag team match in one form or another, and it's it's too much. There's there's too many tag team matches. It really is. They don't
2: they don't need to wind it back much, but they just do need to wind it back a little bit. Hmm. Uh, it, it's. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Who, who even won in the end in that?
0: Uh B Priestley B Priestley and Shoko Oh, B won Maka, in the end. Didn't they? Okay, of course. If look at every single match on this card, if there is yeah. a if there is a new or uh appearing for the first time on the show wrestler, they win. Like if we were doing predictions on this on this card, it would be incredibly easy to do.
1: Yeah, mm.
2: so there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, plus two matches, plus mm-hmm. two being the, uh, the buy-in.
0: Nine matches altogether, yeah.
2: Yeah, one, two, three, seven, nine matches, of which one, two, three, four, five were tags. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's just more than uh, half.
2: Yeah, five, yeah. The majority was... The majority was was tag
0: team matches. I mean, don't get me me wrong. They've tried to split them up, but it's it's literally like, it's a tag team match. It's a tag team match. It's a tag team match. It's just... It's the same problem I've got with the WWE product. And it's like, uh, every week there's a six-man tag because everybody's got to get on the card. I get wanted to show off your you've got a massive stable of really good um uh talent, but it's there's only so much I can really take that's not just tag matches week in, week out, you know? Hmm. I don't know. Uh but yeah, otherwise I, I enjoyed the match. I didn't really I'll be honest, I didn't really notice the, the going to the different side of the ring and the concussion at all. Um probably wasn't paying too much attention i'll be honest
1: you t- tend to not to during these binds
2: the, the, yeah the, the binds have been weak
1: yeah i and wouldn't they need say that much i've really
0: enjoyed the bind for the last show
2: for fighter for fest but that was because we had scu wasn't it yeah that, that might, be, that, something yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be something to do with it yeah
1: but the other two matches after that was a bit yeah but uh yeah but yeah let's move
0: let's move on to the main card um yeah. opening with a six-man tag team match uh mjf sammy guevara and sean spears uh defeating darby allen jimmy havoc and joey Janella. john uh, what do, john why don't you start us off on this one
1: no um i thought this was uh a decent opener for the full card it's like uh you know the i mean granted the psychology was a bit confusing because um the whole thing with uh you know sean spears what happened at Firefest, he has heat with mjf because apparently with mjf even though he's a heel he actually has respect for cody uh and this is all featured on the um, uh, be the uh, be the elite series uh and whatnot and it was evident at firefest when he came down to check on cody so you know them having to work together it was a bit confusing yeah and um but uh you know the you know like uh the Brit you know the british boys were working fine you know, jimmy havoc MJF t- and all that
0: i'll tell you what the the best thing i liked about this match was how even though the heels were working together you actually had mjf just take the piss out of sean spears yeah just antagonize him
1: Some, which is really good work there yeah which which he would have been doing because as as we know heels hate everyone uh, especially cocky heels
2: yeah and both of them are cocky heels um sammy got a bit lost in the shuffle with those two as a result Mm mm-hmm which is a pity, because they kind of teased it with, with Darby and, and him, and they, they kind of got it together in the match. But, it, it just, if he, yeah, he kind of got eclipsed by those two in their story. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, which is a shame. Overall, I liked it, but again, it's a six-man tag, and it just feels like there's too much they're trying to do really it's got the same problem every six man tag match has There's, it's, try, it's trying to do too much and doesn't succeed in doing a lot
2: uh, I, I really like the team of Derby Jimmy and Joey because they're all they're all the, the, the common denominator is they're all fucking nuts yeah yep, <laughs> that is true uh, and it works so well as like a little mini stable, I thought that worked really well. And even they had like they they had some tension as well. But mm. everyone got to do uh, do their thing. Everyone looked really effective. It was a match where everybody got to. Yeah, you know, Jimmy was doing hard hitting stuff. Janella was doing very hard hitting stuff that was near. Dangerous at points. When is it um, all stuff out, stuff like just outside of the ring, and then you had when Darby came in. Like the pace went up about six gears, all, all of a sudden, and it became like I mean, ridiculously quick. It was blinking. You've missed five moves. Hmm. Stuff, stuff with him. Um, hmm. I, I didn't like the ending actually. Remind me. But okay, I know. I
0: know. Shawn Spears won. I Sean Spears
2: pinned Darby. Yes, Darby Allen. And considering what we had at the end of, of Fighter Pirate Fest, Day. wasn't it just a standard. The Cody
0: match, wasn't just a standard Death Valley Driver that he won with. Uh, it
2: was. It, a it. it was. It was like a. Was like a rolling one. Yeah. It was like a rock rolling DVD. It, but. Considering you've made it so that you know after that match that the, the whole yeah you know, Cody couldn't beat him, why you wouldn't then go that point where just like you know he doesn't get the wins but nobody can beat him, and make it that his character, and mm. longer been white, and instead you know we we get Sean Spears just you know just beating him clean as a whistle in the middle of the ring. Um, I, I don't see what you know. Janela or Havoc could have taken that pinfall easily, and it wouldn't. They neither would have battered an eyelid. And yet, you you kind of had the potential to do a something with this character purely on the base of how his storyline was naturally progressing from Fighter Fest, and you've made it so that uh, the other guys pinned him instead.
0: Yeah, no, the the. I get what you're saying, that the pinfall doesn't seem logical, um, but as I said like, you know Sonny Kiss won match on debut B Priestley won match on debut uh, Sean Spears, while he was there in the Battle Royale this is his first match upon actually debuting for the company with a contract hmm. so it's a shame you had to pin Darby Allen, but yeah, okay I, I, I presume it's just because they want to build
1: more of a, a feud Based on the Mm. match that he interrupted, yeah, it seemed like that. Being that he beat the guy that he that was part of that Cody uh, match, yeah,
2: and and that's going to be the yeah that's going to be the thing that Spears takes forward, yeah. In terms of his character,
1: I was able to beat the guy you couldn't, you couldn't. They could still continue
2: that, of course, and just have it that that Cody can they can have it like as a long term sort of Cody. Cody can never beat him. But it would have just been so more effective that there's this, this one guy that, that nobody can beat. Yeah. Even though you, know, you doesn't you don't no one gets the win. But if he doesn't get the win, we does not lose either. It's, it's something different. It's not a winning it's not a winning streak, it's not a losing streak, it's a drawing streak, and that'd actually kinda of be different. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Um let's move on to Brandy Rhodes, accompanied by Awesome Kong. Uh, as a surprise at the <laughs> ring uh, versus Ali. This the storyline here was weird. I don't. I I might be missing something, but why was this whole thing in the air of Brandy wasn't uh, under the impression she might not be able to wrestle?
2: Um, I think it goes back because she cause she's been she's been doing her stuff, but whilst they didn't say things. Hundred percent cut and dry. It was heavily implied with what was saying that uh, that she's got some kind of possibly genuine confidence issues with regard to how she wrestles, because the the Rhodes name obviously means a lot, mm-hmm. and it means a lot to her, and she wants to be able to perform at a certain level of, of competency and she currently kind of can't also she's like very very rusty because she's not properly fought for so long because uh, while she was doing stuff with cody down the road in the likes of impact wrestling and other places and obviously obviously new japan or what have you while the things that uh, she did was she broke she broke her clavicle right in in quite uh you know awkward manner which is why they're selling the spear so much. Cause it's, it's like, it's like bionic spear. Cause she's literally got a metal plate in her chest. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the reasons why that's that, that the spear's being sold so much, but so it's, yeah, it's kind of the whole, they, they were selling, they were sort of semi covering for the fact that she was probably going to do quite a lot of botches. Right. To be, to be, you know, not very generous. Um, where the line is in terms of you know actually yeah she is having mental issues about this stuff or not don't know brandy's a great character for aw uh,
0: the thing is is that i don't but think, i don't i think they're trying to steer her away so she's not just a female in charge behind the scenes and, uh, yeah. and stephanie mcmahon so i think they're trying to steer yeah. her away. She, she, can, her she, well. she wants to
2: wrestle hmm. She wants to wrestle. She hasn't got the confidence to say that she can do it competently. I think that's fair enough. I think she's holding herself up to that Rhodes measuring stick, and it's getting a bit. It's getting to her a bit. And then you had Ali saying, "Well, you know, you you, you say you crumbled. I didn't crumble because I did all this stuff." Yeah.
0: Okay. It um, wasn't
2: good, but. hey.
0: Awesome Kong being there, I presume, was another mental trick to fake out. Yep. Because uh, obviously Bradley did try to go for uh, an early attack at the beginning when uh, Kong uh, Kong's music appeared. But yeah, John, what do you think about this match?
1: I I wasn't really invested that well into this. It's like um, just not. I was just not paying attention to it at all. I mean, Austin Kong obviously was there as the equalizer and whatnot, and the the kind of like confusion kind of like character being that uh brandy rose during her promo uh, like promo package before the match it's like uh made her out to be this uh sympathetic kind of like baby face and whatnot trying to come you know try to do this after the mish- mishaps and stuff like that mm. but uh then having awesome kong there as the the kind of like heavy just to be on the safe side it's like it was questionable yeah um, yeah because you've
2: got the situation where the, the, the the audience the aw audience loves brandy because yeah. they know what they know what she does and they 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 know the person brandy from all yeah. the stuff she does character wise brandy's a brandy's a great heel brandy's you know pretty much um, everything Brandy does is very heelish and has been all the way through. Yeah. Um, In in the other stuff where she was, you know, uh, helping out Cody in in terms of his cheating and stuff like that. Whereas whereas Cody's kind of organically turned face just by the company existing. Brandy's still that same character. Brandy's still kind of a heel. There's
0: nothing nothing wrong with that,
2: though. No, no, there isn't. It's natural, but they need to sort of pick where they're going to put brandy because they're sort of, you, you mentioned Steph and they're sort of trying to do a thing where they're sort of having their cake and eating it. And yes, in terms of the company, you've got brandy. Who's it's brandy. We love brandy. And in terms of wrestling, it's whatever, you know, it's Hey.
0: Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I don't, it, was, it was a serviceable match i felt but just like john i just didn't feel like i was invested
1: a lot you know mm. and then yeah it's it's it, 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 the investment that's that's i think that that was a major issue for uh fight for the fallen for a good for, for the good first couple of hours was like the the investments wasn't really there I, I mean except for you know the the six man tag mm. it's like i it's like hmm there was nothing there was no energy there that was making me want to kind of like get in you know enticed with these matches and whatnot and uh um mm. yeah it's like <sighs> I've got a bit of a theory about that. I reckon part of that was
2: due to the fact of their location, Because you this wonderful arena. An amphitheater-style mm-hmm. arena, yeah but as a result, you've basically only had three sides.
0: Yeah, it felt like the sound doesn't reverberate as much. The, yeah, the sound as,
2: as, as a, a music venue. Areas. Willing to bet, it's absolutely fucking cracking. Mm. As a wrestling venue, I mean, it's lovely that they they basically got it for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, with everything because it's obviously connected to the cans. but. Uh, and as a spectacle, it was, it was probably great for the actual people there because just of how it was in terms of the view of the ring and everything about it. But the sound, the sound just didn't seem right all the way through to me. And I think that might have been why. The crowd was quite loud, though.
0: But yeah, yeah no, yeah, I get it, it. It might be but something it
2: like that. When, it, when it was loud, it was very loud. And when it was quiet, you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. And it wasn't that the reaction in the ring was bad. So there's something, there was something there that wasn't quite, you know, gelling correctly. And I think it was to do with that. I'd agree. Um,
0: let's move on.
2: Uh, I want to get. You oh, before, before we do go, one thing I was invested in. I want to see Arja Kong versus Awesome Kong. Yes, yes. please. Oh yeah, that, that happened. Although, Kong versus
0: Kong. Oh yes. I, I get. I get the draw of that, but Arja Kong is getting to a point where she can't move around a lot that well. And I think no. that was that was shown quite a lot in. Um, uh, f- was it Fighter Fest where she was in the tag match? No, yeah. it was, uh,
1: double, or nothing. Was double or nothing.
0: Yeah.
2: But we will get because. Awesome Kong will, you know, insist upon it and will be insulted if she doesn't. We will get the most stiffest fucking women's wrestling match seen in the U.S. ever. (laughs) They will just beat the living shit out of each other.
0: Most likely. I'd agree with that. Um, But yeah, let us move on to the the three-way tag team match. Uh, This one did have a stipulation, uh, basically, at All Out at the AEW world tag team championship tournament uh the winner of this match gets a first round bye however they did mention during the match that if it went to a time limit draw that the best friends would get the result of that instead
2: which was a nice little addition actually in that so that there was a possibility that all three of them could technically lose mm. yeah which was so they had yeah, the they whole... had to do
0: something it's interesting yeah, Go ahead, John.
1: No, I was going to say it's the whole uh, evident of bringing back time limits and uh, trying to. It's it's not them. just
0: it's not just that. Um, something I want to raise is that from this match onwards, for the rest of the card, uh, time limits are very prevalent because you start to hear Justin Roberts like really announcing that they've only got like X amount of time remaining.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: So, but yeah, it. The, this was the the Dark Order of Evil. Uno. Sorry, uh, evil uno and uh stu grayson against uh, angelico and jack evans and my favorite team a boy in his dinosaur of oh. Jungle boy and luchasaurus with uh accompanied by marco stunt who i have no idea who that is
2: he, yeah he was at, he was at fighter fest and there, there was some interaction it seemed to work so apparently apparently has adopted somebody else um or oh, as, as they put it on commentary a ball, a boy, a smaller boy, and his dinosaur. Yeah. I like <laughs> which, that. I thought that was brilliant. Really... Uh, well, this this is one of those ones where you knew who would win.
1: Yeah, because well, we've been again, setting up the dark like, order so much. This
0: is this is a day. De- this is this is going back to my point I said earlier. This is a, another debuting team that wins their match, mm. which is it is quite. i i get i get what they're trying to do and i get the idea of debuting teams need to win them the first match to show that like they're not debuting just to lose but Mm -hmm. doing uh, doing it a lot on this card was either to get it all out of the way before all out or it's just not something they really thought about
1: when they were booking the card yeah yeah i think it was just a slight oversight i think uh for going through the card and uh realizing oh wait we've got all these debuting matches for all these new for people who have been established in previous shows and um have storylines going forward but we have to commit to it because that's what we've kind of like teased that's it so
0: that's and that's and that's partially part of the problem for the most part
1: Mm. you know see see if their tv program was um established uh, beforehand, and uh, we had like TV shows like building up to these kind of like uh, matches and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been a lot mm-hmm. more kind of like evident, yeah, you know, or a lot more of a guessing game of, you know, who would win in these matches and whatnot. But no, but like mm-hmm. you said, uh, Pete, it's like uh, um, the case of like um, you know these these are debuting, you know, wrestlers, teams, whatever, and they need to. You know, be put over as you know having some dominance, yeah. in their debut matches, yeah. and sadly, it has to be with every single, well, almost every single match, essentially.
2: If we'd have had the t, if we've had the TV show, already would have had, been able to build up through the things like the video packages, which, by the way, have been really good, yeah. AEW so far, I really love the way they've actually put a you know, proper, you know, seriousness and meaning about every single person that done any kind of. Uh, Feature on any kind of match that's been on, it's been made to feel like this is a really important match, even when it may not be. Uh, Which is which is a great skill to have. Yep. um, In terms going forward. But yeah, so uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus came out, and the crowd just came unglued. i don't um, understand why not
0: quite frankly they're
2: amazing yeah as, as did we three i think because yeah we love us some jungle boy and, and luchasaurus um angelico and jack evans were there to do their thing i could take them or leave them they're, they're, they're very good as the third team private yeah. parties were, <laughs> the, in the were in the crowd they were in the crowds which just yeah. ke- ke- keeps them bubbling now that they're AEW permanent um and obviously you had the thing that a lot of action was going on in terms in terms of uh boy this dinosaur and angelico and jack evans and then you had sort of dark order breaking up a lot of stuff yeah Stu, Stu Grayson doing all like, the, the, the heavy lifting work and Evil Uno kept sort of saving the day, which they mentioned on commentary like right at the end. like Almost like, the, you know, we didn't see much of Evil Luno technically, but actually how many pinfalls did he break up? up. Mm. You know, in terms of saving, in terms of serving it. So it, it was, uh, there was some really good moves in this. Um, the sort of spin over the top powerbomb that this Dinosaur did was, amazing loved it crowd popped like crazy thought it was the finish should have been the finish probably Um, in another universe yeah but if they they can if they can make that you know their thing going forward the fact that the fact that luchasaurus has a move called tombstone age Mm. made my evening (laughs) (laughs) frankly luchasaurus can do fucking everything it, it, I'll, I'll, it be honest, I'll
0: be honest. I'll be honest. I watched talented. this and it really surprises me that w, like Vince didn't think of something like this just to stick yeah. with the Lucha House Party. It really it it absolutely surprises me that it's not a thing.
2: Mm. Uh obviously Jungle Boy is over as all oh, heck. Um oh, we had some crazy we had some crazy tag team stuff going on, really uh really hot. High intensity, mm-hmm, high speed mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. high power stuff from the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Um, some some great things. We had the Fatality come out. We ha- we actually got that now. <laughs> Stu Grayson at one point yelled, "Get over here!" as well. So they're continuing. They're, they're still doing their uh, their Smash Brothers stuff in there.
1: Yeah,
2: it's a pity that they didn't have they didn't do the old what they used to do with the uh, actual. Fatality, and uh, the lights going down. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame they still don't do that because the. i uh, will be really, pushing uh... it
1: too much. Oh, you don't know.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting. Maybe um, for the next Fire Fest. But yeah, so uh, the New Order won this match. Um,
1: again, the Dark Order. You the, the Dark, Dark Order, Order. not the New Order,
0: not yeah. not, not, not not the band. Uh, the Dark Order won this. <laughs> um, again, debuting team.
2: Yeah. Winning,
1: yeah.
2: And their minions are now called creepers. <laughs> yeah, I, I I kind of dig that, that, that they call them that. Well, anyway. It's good yeah, that it's... they're called
1: something else that, other than minions because everyone minions, would, yeah. Uh, everyone would just uh, keep uh, making the obvious joke. Um, yeah, cre- they can't they're make co- a
0: joke out of creepers. Creepers. They just walk around going. Tss.
2: Um, I'm just seeing jeepers creepers at them but that's it, I
0: it I so, um,
2: jeepers where <laughs> to get those peepers on the side of your mask Able, Uno. what the hell is uh, what that the last half of this card was
0: uh, very 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 good but it did feel like again it dragged but just because it just felt too long and the card just felt <clears> too <throat> long in general uh, the next match was adam page uh, versus kip sabian uh, this was uh, talked about at the uh, Fighter fest. Fight fest. Thank you very much with Kip Sabian on commentary, uh, and the page and the match that Adam Page was in as well. And Adam Page obviously won that match to fight against Kip Sabian. There's yep. uh, a lot of talk in about how Adam Page is currently undefeated and he looks like he could be a very strong champion. And how mm. Adam Page has. You know, appeared and had a wrestling match at every AEW event so far. And Chris Jericho yeah, hasn't done anything. Yeah, he's, the a first fight.
2: One. he's going to be a fighting champion because he's having all these extra fights. Mm-hmm. And then the commentary, uh, commentary also points out, well, that, well, Chris Jericho's in the meantime just training. <laughs> and uh, this is going to be somewhat fresher.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the psychology on that. Mm. It's Like yeah, you might be uh, working hard in all these matches and whatnot, but no, Jericho's just Jericho's, Jericho's just him. yeah, he's training. He's not he's not sitting around doing yeah. Jack. I mean, he had he had he's...
0: a match over in Japan. Yes, I he did. Say in the interim between like, um, a... all in and all in, double or nothing.
2: No. Yeah, because he's double. Well, but he has the ability to do other stuff in Japan via his yeah, yeah. contract. I think he, I think he's. Was... His...
1: I I think it was that Dominion. I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. He did he, his usual thing of attacking somebody. I can't remember who it was now. No, no. I think he was uh, in a world tag. Uh, he was in the world championship
2: match. Yeah. Then he then he attacks somebody else. Which oh. is his the, usual it. thing. It's like who's that? Un- who's that under the ring? Who's that in the ceiling? Who's that in who's the crowd? That who's that in the
0: sky? R-E-1 who's Mysterio. that
2: under a mask? Who's that under a jacket? Who's that under a hat? The lights have gone out. Who is it? It's always fucking Chris Jericho. Why are we surprised at this point? I don't know. He dressed up as fucking Pentagon, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) At All In. Which was amazing, by the way. Mm. Who's this blonde Pentagon all of a sudden?
0: (laughs) It's brilliant. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun match. Uh, a lot of focus on uh, Adam pa- uh, Page's knee still mm-hmm. being a thing. I believe Kip Savin started bleeding a lot out of his arm at one point during the match. Yeah, he fucked yeah. up his
2: elbow a bit, which was which was something. Um, I like what they did with Page though, because it it, it was clear that he was obviously it was clear that the knee was strapped, and it was clear that there was tape. It was like flesh coloured tape. And there was, like, stuff to make it seem like, you know, it, it, actually he's away okay, but just by looking at him, you could see that he wasn't. Yeah. There was a yeah. whole point during the match he was uh, playing uh, yeah. around with it as well. Yeah. And then he, he jammed it when he um, came off the apron or did, uh, like, an acrobatic move or, or something, wasn't mm-hmm. he? He's, he? He jammed the knee and he started screaming and holding his knee. I'll tell, you, then. I'll
0: tell you one spot which I thought was a thing. Um, because of how the the ramp and the the ring was set up for this, there was a point where Adam Page looked like he was going for a buckle bomb type thing, but literally just power bomb the guy to the outside. Yeah, yeah, to oh, the
1: I like... yeah to the to the uh, ramp because obviously it, <laughs> it it went a little uh, like two thousand. I don't know when they introduced this in WCW, but uh, they basically have the ramp, uh, or well, maybe you could probably say ECW as well uh, uh, at one point. Where they had the ramp leading from the entrance to the ring level with the ring so it was Mm. just like page just power bombing it it was very
2: old school wcw kip sabian sold it like an absolute
1: oh yeah oh yeah it
2: wasn't help jr didn't sell it very well throughout the night as he referred to it as like this just newly put together bit of wood with a bit of cheap (laughs) with some cheap carpet on it (laughs) <laughs> it's just like, yeah, no, Jr. Jr. It's 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 instant murder if 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 you if you, if you throw them over. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, some wood. It's freshly been put up, folks. Just a bit of wood, uh, and and just you saying, actually saying with some cheap carpet on it. <laughs> I'm thinking Tony Khan's going what Probably <laughs> in the back? I'll oh, have you know, it's a fantastic carpet some fantastic uh, carpet yeah but that, you're right that, that, came, that came into play throughout the night and was is super WCW because we're now slowly well not even slowly positioning AEW as the second coming of WCW well I don't or think, TNA I, I don't think it should
0: be tied with the same no. brush or anything like that I think it should remain as it's own thing the minute people start... indeed so watch it be slathered <laughs> yep with a brush the
2: size of the moon. Indeed.
0: Um, let's move on to another tag team match.
2: Um, oh no! We, well, no, we forgot because somebody, a creeper, came out.
0: Oh yes.
2: I well, before. Before even that, a fan got right in Kip Sabian's face, and so Kip Sabian responded by kissing him, which was fucking, which was fucking hilarious. Uh, uh and same, the, the same the same fan got yeah, got told to um shut the fuck up in the cup by a couple of wrestlers throughout the night actually in different yeah. ways. But yeah, they got right his he got right in his face leading as he was doing as he was doing something in the corner by the railings, so Kip just went And
1: then
2: he sat down really embarrassed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> No, don't uh, don't don't embarrass him uh, by oh, being embarrassing. No. So, no, be be embarrassing with uh, a little love and uh, be a bully. Right... Be a star. Yeah. A star. Yeah. I, think, I think I think both
2: the Bucks and Jericho tell them where where he could yeah. fucking go. Guy. Yeah, uh, so, but yeah, yeah. A, a creeper a creeper came out. And as you can tell from my previous uh, discussions about why, who is that person in the mask is going to attack somebody. It was Chris Jericho. Surprise. Um, surprise. And yeah, he um, bloodied him up. Um, oh. Gave him, well, he hit the code breaker, which is now the the, the, the staple signal of, oh, that is Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he hit the Judas effect, which as we know is also the death. worst
0: fucking elbow. Rotary oh, no,
2: I, I like the Judas effect. It
0: looks so jank. Jericho knows it looks so jank. You could tell that when he had that
2: shit-eating grin after he hit it. It was just like, Wah, <laughs> I No, I, I, I think, I think he went to deliberately hard way the eyebrow and got it flush because he, he busted his eyebrow open. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think they actually went for that deliberately. Yeah. Fair enough. As a deliberate hard way. I, so, I, so so that's, that's what? I can do it, it too. Well, no, no, that's why the shit-eating grin afterwards, because he, he had one, he had one hit, and did it absolutely perfect. Yeah. And he gave him a right old black eye as well, <laughs> which, is, which uh, looked great. Uh, no, a little bit insane, visually looked yeah. great.
0: But yes, uh, was it? No, Jericho came back out later, didn't he?
2: Yes, yes, because he yeah, he, he had his open, open wide
0: already pre Um so yeah, the next match was the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and uh Ray Phoenix uh against SoCal Uncensored, which SCU SCU Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky with Christopher Daniels at ringside. This match had my attention because it's SCU and therefore
1: amazing. Yeah. Yep. And of course uh Lucha Brothers was, uh, you know, crazy motherfuckers <laughs> with their di- with their dives and uh, wasn't wasn't there one where like uh, one spot involving the 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 timekeepers table, and whatnot with them? I think.
2: Um, there was one with the there was one in the Omega
1: match. Oh oh, I'm thinking too too much ahead uh, too ahead. Uh, sorry about that, yeah. but. um... No, there was a lot of
2: stuff on the outside as well.
1: Yeah. A lot Um, of dives.
2: We had some. um, uh, We had some. uh, So they really, really good stuff throughout uh, in terms of that. Because we had the uh, lady ref, didn't we? We had.
0: uh... She was very prominent on a lot of the matches this evening. Hmm.
2: Uh, Aubrey. Aubrey. I can't I can't, can't I can never forget if her names, Audrey or Aubrey. Um it was Aubrey actually who had to look after Britt later on, by the way. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. What the fuck is on my head. Fuck off. Fly or something. Oh, really? being attacked. Um, but, really? Yeah, that was um there's there's a lot of great stuff going on. We had the Pentagon doing his uh doing his extended glove thing that he now does. Yes. Mm. Uh, and and Aubrey dropping it <laughs> on the flick and then redoing it, Scorpio Sky then responding with a very extravagant SCU, 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 subverting and jiving. Yeah, they put they put they're putting over um Scorpio Sky pretty strong on the commentary, aren't they? They
0: are. Mm-hmm. And, I, don't, I don't know though, yeah. like. Uh, it was a good match the i think the biggest no, noticeable notable thing uh was post match where you obviously cuz the i think the main reason why i enjoyed this is that it wasn't the lucha brothers and uh the young bucks again it was something different um mm. but then obviously after the match lucha brothers called out the young bucks for a uh a ladder match at all out so that's going back to that again
2: and that, but, that, but it, as a result of that post all of that in interviews and stuff mm-hmm. scu are now really pissed off with them yep because yeah. they've disrespected them that's what yeah. i was gonna talk in about the,
0: yeah but yeah they, they've basically yeah, called them out essentially and uh i think they're a triple threat ladder match between the three of them that could be interesting
2: as as uh, yeah if they came, if they come on that I,
1: machine.
0: I don't think they've announced who's in the tag team tournament yet because i imagine scu is probably going to be in that instead
1: well, i was going to say i mean like, if you've got this ladder match this could help to like figure out who would get into that tournament and whatnot so because well, it's yeah, it's, yeah, but...
0: it's happening at all out at the same time as the tournament
2: so yeah
1: i right. so so you can't have a lighter match with nothing to the grab for in there because can you yeah. stick on a pole it's a contract
2: for the first the first challenger number one contender that's it could be
0: yeah.
2: but then again it's still for, again you're right in the the, the, the for the for the tournament, it feels very odd not to have either the Lucha Bros or the Young Bucks in that. Mm-hmm. In, and as a result, it feels a bit odd. SCU are in it, I think. Mm. I, I mean, we'll, yeah. worry,
0: we'll worry about it next month when
1: uh, All Out rolls around. But yeah. Uh, you yeah.
0: guys got anything else you want to talk about this match before we move on?
1: No, it's a very, you know, banger of a match between uh, SCU and uh, Lucha Bros. Uh uh, keeping themselves, uh, you know, j- just please don't die. <laughs> please, please, don't, please don't die.
2: Went on about five to seven minutes too long because it just went through this period. Even JR said, you know, just went through this period of just kicks, punches. Mm. For like, there's, a, there's five minutes in there that weren't needed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, All right, then. So let us move on to Kenny Omega uh, against... Uh, got to get this right, Seema? Seema, yeah. Cima. yeah. Cima. Um A lot of this was put over as Kenny Omega hadn't won a match at all since AEW, which meant that Kenny Omega was going to win because booking is easy. Yay. <laughs> um, when you're going to broadcast a storyline. Um, but Kenny really sold it. He came out on his entrance looking very dejected and everything else. Mm. Like he hadn't won anything at all. So, um, that was really interesting, the way he came out.
2: Yeah. Um, he also came out, he's, he's in, his entire apparel was apparently sponsored by Razer. I, I didn't recall him glowing green. Uh, I, think, I think Turbo knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, no the, um, his tights had like very obviously what was uh i was supposed to probably not exactly but a reference to the razor logo oh, right. <laughs> on the side and it was all black and green um but yeah it was uh, again this was very very high-paced trying to outdo seema's thing was that he'd never been able to beat kenny omega as you mentioned pete kenny omega hadn't beaten anybody in AEW so far um, and you've still got Seema sticking up for uh, his boys the strong with the strong hearts uh, guys and against the elite.
0: Off, and coming off a very convincing win against Christopher Daniels at fighter Fest as well.
2: Fantastic yeah. match that was. Mm-hmm. Um, um, apparently, he got, apparently Seema was being paid by the Meteora. Yes. How many... Freaking Meteorism. Uh, bearing in mind the first one. Yeah. Bearing in mind the first one, he comes up the top, lands smack bang in the middle of the ring on both his knees, and that's, that's him nursing the knees for, from that point onwards. At what point in your mindset as a competitor do you go, you know how that didn't work before? Let's try another nine or ten time.
1: Because he's Japanese. <sighs> he's, he's He's nuts. He'll do anything to try to get, that's you know, get the win over uh... John. Shut up! <sighs> Didn't mean it like that. <laughs> that was that no, Japanese style. Yeah, it's obviously the strong style that is eminent by those performers. That's and sacrificial,
2: the, uh, that's sacrificial
1: nature. Yeah, right. they they will do anything to get you know to you know but, to make sure that they are downed and whatnot. And Kenny yeah. Omega was obviously a, a high profile opponent that, that uh uh you know Sia needed to yeah. um you know put down and he it was evident through the rest of this match where they were going all over the ring and like I said I, I confused a spot from this match in the tag match previously but uh no the the spot where <laughs> they were working on that uh on the timekeeper area and whatnot and it's like oof it's just like ah yeah. just crazy
2: Kenny Omega getting bent over the timekeeper's table, table, yeah, or whatever it was, um, with with a meteor off the, uh, slightly at top of the stage area, yeah. But yeah, um, if you ever thought that Sasha Banks does meteor too much, uh, you haven't met Seema.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> was... Um, but yeah, this match ended in Kenny Omega's favour. Uh, there was a lot of talk on commentary about. Um, there's he doesn't have to worry about John Moxley because John Moxley's not there. He's obviously over in Japan at the moment doing yeah. wrestling. Uh, he's part. G, he's part of G1. the G One. Yeah. So there was no John Moxley uh, there to get Kenny Omega and continue that feud at that point in time. And mm-hmm. then I believe we had Jericho's open mic session. Yep,
2: yep. Jericho. He's there's a whole big thing about like the first ten year. First time in ten years, I think mean, he's. He didn't have a script beforehand, or it wasn't like pre-prepared in any way, which is bollocks. You'll um, but he did come out with seemingly not much of a plan, but he did at least make his point.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. There was a lot of uh, talk from JR and commentary about how Jericho has reinvented himself. Like which is every, very true. quite often, it is very true, but. It seems to be coming across every time we see Jericho, that that's his main sticking point now, is that he's the man of many faces who transforms himself very often. That seems to be the sticking point that they're trying to get across with yeah. Jericho right it's, now. It, it's
2: the... He's the competitor that's ever evolved, ever evolving, and it yeah. fit, fits in very much with what, what you just said, Pete, that he's the, he's the man of many faces. It fits in very much with that Judas... Yeah. The, the Judas-Jericho gimmick, or the or the, the painmaker Jericho, whichever one. You want to refer to it as, mm-hmm. um, but the fact that he is this sort of you know, this tried and tested warrior who does learn from his mistakes will take any uh, any advantage you can possibly give him now. And there's more of a bruiser this Jericho than before. More, more, more. Well, I, <laughs> am I evil? Yes, I am. Yeah. As, sure. as the Tron, as the as the Tron says, um, yeah. This is this is a very dark Jericho. So. it's
0: it's interesting to see Jericho without the WWE training wheels on mm. because like the last time we really saw him do anything was obviously him and Kevin Owens and the festival of friendship. And that was very, 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 very PG and fun and cutesy. And now he's just like the last time we had heel Jericho, like heel Jericho and WWE is very the same every time, but this is something completely different. Well, Hill
2: he, Jericho in WWE tends to have the cut out from under him. Yeah, mm. um, Hill Jericho elsewhere is, you know, as you mentioned, without you know the training wheels, without without uh, without the blinkers, without any kind of. Um, if, well, Jericho can just do whatever he wants in Japan anyway because it works really well there because everyone's confined by. The Jap- think the Japanese mentality in terms of how you respond to the press and everything. Yeah. Which is why which is why it, as as you can as you can read in uh, Chris Jericho's first autobiography, A Lion's Tale, I have- around, the world, around the World in Spandex, he mentions the fact that um, one of the best ways of, of getting heat was just was in Japan was just to swear. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you know, it that wasn't something you did. So naturally just said motherfucker every single fucking time he got in the ring. Come on, motherfucker! That's, that was so pretty what much... what you're
0: telling me is I'd become very heat condensed if I just went over to Japan. Yeah,
2: you'd, you'd, con- you'd just condense all the-
0: Just condense all the heat. Mm. But yeah, it was it was a fun little segment. It was not a lot of anything, really. It didn't really feel very coherent at all. Um, yeah. It was basically just, I beat up your man, Adam Page, which makes me feel like Adam Page is clearly going to walk away
1: with a belt at uh, All Out. We'll see, which which was questioning because a lot of people were assuming that Jericho would be the one. Jericho having the belt champion.
0: immediately brings a very large amount of prestige to it, which it does. Um, it, it, it and would,
2: would, and the money's in the chase. Yeah, as 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 the old wrestling adage goes, it makes sense for Jericho to get the belt, but the fact that we've got this thing and we had Adam Page obviously come out and attack Jericho and everybody in the ring, well. Well various various miscellaneous workers came out. Yeah. Christopher Daniels came out, yeah, <laughs> came out for the third time to uh, to push Jericho away. Jerry Lynn, by the way, pushing Jericho out of the ring um, was inadvertently hilarious. Jericho was trying to just try get his way out of the ring and Jerry Lynn just like shoves him. Um so uh, yeah, look out for that. But yeah, we had we had the, we had the pull apart, uh, and it does raise the question now with with what happened is that which direction they will go. Yeah, it, it does make sense if if all out's going to be their WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, I think it. I think that's what they're aiming to do.
2: Uh, yeah do do you do you crown page
0: it it's weird yeah. i don't know we'll talk about it closer to the time yeah. um let's move on to a match with a 30 minute time limit which went over its time limit uh the young bucks of was the it ma- 30 minutes it was 30 no
1: i m- it was 30, 60, minute no,
2: no, no it was 60 minutes was it it yeah, should have been a 30 minute time limit I thought it was. I have no idea why it
0: was. That's my that's that's my bad. Um, yeah, we had the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, versus the Brotherhood of Cody and Dustin Rhodes. The Brotherhood of Man. This match, just like when I talked about the Young Bucks at the fucking Fight Fest, it just felt like it went on too long.
1: I can understand.
0: <sighs> What was, have we got a run time on that? 31 minutes and 25 seconds. I, I'll be honest. Um, if it had a 30 minute time limit and it went to a no draw, I would have accepted that as a, an actual acceptable way for this match to end. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's what it should have done. And then they could have actually had their whole spiel of... Um, uh you know you we you are just as good as we are in terms of being a tag team before you know they realized they really overshot their time margin yeah yeah
2: and you could have also had it that you could have left things unresolved in terms of the tension because well the interesting thing is going into this whole thing was the bucks effectively being placed as the heels yeah, yeah. yes because they their, with their actions cuz they were skits. being dicks yeah and not even in the Young Bucks being a jokey says, No, they were just big straight up assholes um, in terms of in terms of mocking the Rhodes boys every single fucking time and 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 disrespecting them. And the pre again the pre promo video, um, which was released you know a week and a bit beforehand, where the Rhodes actually sat down and you know and discussed stuff and they talked about the Young Bucks and cody got more and more angry and even in and even said you know i'm, I'm a bit more angry about this than i thought i was yeah and, and and dustin just being straight up fucking outraged yeah at them uh it would have been good to do a bit more on it it was it was a different it was a different young bucks match as was as had been promised because we had the Bucks actually having to, having to deal with, well, effectively having to deal with wrestling, yeah, in a strange way. Right? Because you had Matt Jackson's arm being worked, arm and shoulder oh, being worked around. This is what they the were.
0: This is what they mentioned in uh, a pre-match interview at the, the top of the thing that it was old school versus the new school, like old Matt wrestling versus their hmm. new way of. Flippy shit, essentially. Yeah,
2: mm. what? Well, yeah, you can do all that stuff. It's really, really good. Fantastic. How? How are you going to do that when we rip one of your limbs off?
0: Exactly. What are you going to do when you're grounded? You can't yeah. fly. You can't fly when you're stuck to the floor.
2: Yeah. Other uh, preferred it if they'd actually just gone off, the um, Matt Jackson's back a bit more and continued that storyline. Yeah, they did do it a little bit in the match, didn't they? I think they did a little bit. Um... Uh, ostensibly after you because you had this you had the other things started very respectful still, and then it sort of slowly and it was it was all Nick. it was all Nick Jackson, if you notice all the way through, just, he was just sort of making it worse and worse and worse, and that sort of in the background. yeah, but you had this thing where it starts to slowly unravel, and Cody's still trying to be because obviously the the road's positioned as the faces in the match um obliquely. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you had you had that going. It is slowly unraveling, and it became. A, and, and the commentary was saying this about okay, when when do they cross the line? Do they cross the line, and, and it becomes okay? This has got. This has become not competitions. Has become slightly personal. This is becoming very personal. Where does this line stop? Because the line keeps moving. The line hmm. keeps. Uh, and they and of course they finally cr- crossed like all lines when they decided to do a double super kick to the back of Cody's head. Yeah. Where the staples were. And it was like, okay. And Cody sold it like, you know, like death. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the match actually sort of, sort of ground to a halt then, didn't it? Yeah, it got
0: really
2: yeah. For a bit. Because the, sort of, the Bucks sort, of, sort of went to sort of corner almost like to contemplate what they did. Mm. And Matt, was looking, Matt was looking a bit pensive and Nick was like really happy. Um and then Dustin was looking at me like I'm gonna Killian. gouge your eyes out. I'm, going to. <laughs> I'm gonna no, gouge no. your eyes out, feed them to my children. That was basic that was basically it. Yeah. Um it was it all seems to have been it all seems to have been resolved and I kinda of wish it hadn't been. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those things, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Us- u- u- usual stuff, shenanigans, uh, sw- switching around to the moves. Seeing Dustin Rose do a fucking super kick was amazing. <laughs> it was just, just funny. Yeah. Um, one day, Dustin will hit uh, Shattered Dreams again. I keep teasing he's going to do Shattered Dreams on somebody, and never buddy does it. Dustin, Dustin Rhodes doing Shattered Dreams is now like Ric Flair hitting something off the top. You know, it's it's that level of it's not Dustin. No, it's not going to work. Dustin, no, something's going to happen.
0: But yeah, that was that that was Fight for the Fallen for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to knock the show a lot when all of its a lot of its uh, prof- profitable gain is going towards a good cause, you know? It's, yeah. It's it's hard to knock that. Um, it's especially hard to knock it when WWE is being an absolute ass biscuit about everything and putting on a show specifically to counter, you know? Cause, it's... Uh, yeah. I mean... It questionable. Let, it's, it's questionable. It's questionable. It's, it's it, it, questionable tactics. Like, I get it if it was... Um, I would understand it if... Because the, the conversation is that it, Evolve has been something and it's been something they wanted to do on the network for a long time. But now that the first time they've chosen to do it, it's an anniversary show specifically going up against another, uh, another company that's just set up that is actually showing some real um, trepidation within the upper echelons of WWE and they're worried. Mm-hmm. And to do it... If it was a normal pay if they had put Evolve on versus Fight Fest, I would have said go fucking nuts. But it was a charity show, yeah, you know. And I think I think that's the thing that's got stuck in a lot of uh, people. Yeah, that's the that's
1: that's the main main heat that uh, WWE is getting for for ha- doing this uh, on that, uh, you know, doing this show in conjunction with the thing yeah. or allowing that show to be aired on their network. Mm. In conjunction with this show, because it 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 just felt. Uh... I
0: think it would have been a different situation if if it was SummerSlam weekend and yeah. there was an NXT show on the Saturday, which is what we're used to on the Big Four. Yeah. Um. I think it because yeah. it wouldn't have been taken as anything different. But again, mm. it's yeah. it's on the same weekend uh, as Extreme Rules. They could have quite easily have put Evolve. Because it was a pre-recorded show anyway, wasn't it? If I remember the Evolve one,
2: it's yeah. This is the weird thing because they, because uh, a lot of wrestlers got on Twitter and got kind of defensive about the Evolve show being on at that time because it was like, oh yeah, no, the the, the things obviously arenas booked were well in advance and what have you. We. We just like, well, what is it? Is it Was it pre-recorded? I well, it's, it's, the,
0: it's the same argument that WWE aren't looking into anything, really, at what they're doing. Like, take the NXT Cardiff show that's coming up. They didn't look at what else was going on. They looked at what their competition was doing. Saw New Japan had a show in London, uh, but the tickets hadn't sold a lot. Didn't see what was going on in Cardiff. Turns out there's the Rugby World Cup happening the same day as that, as well as some other big event going on in Cardiff at the same time. And, you know, they've gone and shot themselves in the foot because of it.
2: Hmm. <laughs> but if you ask them afterwards, it'll be uh, the up of up the wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, It'll uh, be the fault of the wrestlers if, it, if it's... Uh, yeah. It's weird. It's an empty US arena. Um... Shame.
0: I think it was an alright show. It just felt like it's dragged on too long. Yeah. That's my I only... Com- that's, um, it's not my only complaint. Um... Too many tag team matches. You know, uh, it's, this, it didn't really feel like there was a lot of variety between everything. I mean, no. yeah, we had a six man tag match, and yeah, we had the the three way tag team match with a the stipulation there. But otherwise, th- there's not a lot of variety there for someone for something that wants to pride itself on being different and bringing wrestling back and everything else. It was by the numbers. They're doing a lot of stuff that their competition is doing right now. Mm -hmm. They're in danger of falling into some traps, I think. Absolutely. I'd agree with that. Um, With that, we'll give our normal ratings for the show. Mr. Turbo, give us your rating, please, out of 10.
1: Yeah, out of all those factors and whatnot, uh, and really my overall interest of uh, Fight for the Fallen was just not as high as... uh, previous shows, I'm going to have to give this uh, uh, I'm going to give it a 7. <laughs> you sound like you want to give it a little bit lower there. Um, I, was, I was contemplating 6.5, but I'm just... Mr. Kevin. Well,
2: Mr. Turbo, you would be pleased to know I was uh, doing the same calculation in my head as to whether or not I was going to get 6.5 or 7, and I agree with you in giving it a 7. Fight for the Fallen it's if it was on ww it would be a network special hmm, if yeah. it's it's a setup show it's a setup show in, in, in essence for the next big event which this is obviously going to be all out this is a backlash
0: it's the pay-per-view that sits in the middle of fucking everything and does nothing
2: it's a backwards no. backlash it's a backlash that's before the main main thing yeah. as opposed to as opposed to everything else but um, there's, there's, yeah, there was, there was stuff that didn't work. It, timing was off, uh, and as a result of that, it didn't feel, it didn't feel right. That said, AEW continues to be a show where I look at wrestlers having wrestling matches, which generally always have some kind of reason for there to be something that they fight over and each party has something that they want and something to gain from actually having the damn match in the first place and it continues to introduce people that I want to see more and find out more about and that's the difference between that and WWE where you see people just coming out and and doing their thing and a lot of the time for me it's you know when will I see these guys again? Oh, I'll see them at some point. Mm. I'm worried that Whereas... I'm worried.
0: I'm worried that once we get the 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 TV stuff in October, I want to say, um, uh, yeah, that we'll we'll see a lot of that happen. Um, if they go the NXT way and they have a structured like fixed show, um, then it could be all right. But at the moment, I worry that they're, they've they got such a bloated roster right now where they've got so much interest from all uh, a lot of the American uh, wrestlers and the independents and everything else that they've got. They're just trying to snap up a lot of people mm. that are interested that they think they can work with, and it's led to a bloated roster. And thus, we've led to a lot of tag matches and just trying to set up for their big WrestleMania-esque show, as you've said, Kevin.
2: Yeah, I um, could see I could see for the TV show them literally having a buy-in for every single episode of the TV show, having two matches on prior to it, prior I to the TV not. show going live. I'd much That's rather... It's a YouTube, I'd, I'd, a YouTube I would,
0: exclusive. I would much mm. rather them have a structured... I'd much rather them have a structured two-hour show then have a buy-in plus the plus an hour event because essentially the buy-in is just an extra hour of wrestling at this point. There's not a lot of chat like there is on uh, WWE pre-shows. I'd rather mm. them do all of their v- vignettes on YouTube. I think that would probably be the better way to go. Works really well. Um, because being get, the elite
2: does do a lot in terms it's, it's of not so the much, story.
0: it's not so much that as well. They have, they'll have a lot more creative freedom to do and say what they want to do on YouTube compared to what they will do on network television.
2: Absolutely. Cause you're not doing, you're not abiding by networking rules. Though. Exactly. Just, 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 just the ever changing world of YouTube.
0: Well, yeah, well, wrestling doesn't do that well on YouTube
2: as we've been, talking doesn't about know many times. Um, Most defiant. Yeah. Um, right. So Pete, are we going to get a fruit machine jackpot? Are we going to get 777? No. Yeah,
0: absolutely not. I'm giving it a 6. Um I'd have given it a lot lower if it wasn't a charity show. Um and that is my entire reasoning for the 6. Um
2: What would it have been? What would it have been if it wasn't that? Cuz Cause, I cause I I think we should mark this on the basis of it being a wrestling show as opposed to if it the wasn't for charity.
0: Ames? If it wasn't for charity, I would have given it a solid 4.5 to a 5. Call it that yeah I'll, 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 I'll give it a solid five give it a solid um, five mid, mid middle of the as i said it was a good show it's just too long that's it wrestling cards are not built on good intentions and neither are review scores uh <laughs> thank you very exactly. much for watching exactly. thank you very much for watching and or listening um i have been pete titans creed never could. you can find me on the internet at titans creed uh, as the main account at Gaming Phoenix from my gaming account. You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com Project Phoenix Productions. And you can find me on Twitch five to seven days a week at twitch.tv Project Phoenix Productions. Mr. Turbo, where can they find you on the internet?
1: You can find me on the Twitter and Instagram at TurboXLR, as well as finding me uh, gaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash live. Where I'm there every uh, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday at 7 pm UK time. Mr. Kevin.
2: From my point of view, you can find me on the likes of Instagram and Twitch with a lovely account, Last Minute to Continue, you'll obviously is the parent, if you like, of NMKO uh, and everything else that goes with it. Um, on Twitter, you can find me personally at the Kevin Eva. Also, if you would like to find out the latest regarding last minute kickouts and from all three of us, incidentally, uh, go on Twitter to at peril. And we may well actually be in peril. You'll just have to subscribe and find out. Indeed.
0: Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching on YouTube or listening on all good podcast catchers if you've done so there we'll be back next week uh, with hopefully an episode on Extreme Rules and I have no idea when the dates for SummerSlam or All Out are so I'll have to look into that before we talk Predictions, predictions predictions No Um, No Um, Yes Thank you very much ladies and gentlemen until next time Peace out